wait until winter to fight ice dams, it's too late. Our best chance to tackle ice dams is in the spring, summer, and fall. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVent. My name is Paul Shelsey. I host AirVent's Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. Ice dams show up in the winter after Mother Nature delivers snow. Snow is the first of four conditions needed for ice dams to develop. But in the many months prior to the arrival of snow, we can be actively fighting ice dams. To talk more about this, let's welcome to the podcast Justin Latimer, Operations and Production Manager at Henderson Roofing and Construction in North Canton, Ohio. Welcome to the show, Justin. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Good morning, Justin, and we're excited to have you also. Thank you for your time. Justin, you've attended the AirVent Seminar in the past when we swing through Cleveland, I believe. And in that seminar, we spent some time talking with roofing professionals about the conditions that lead to ice dams. For our listeners who may not already know, I'd like to briefly review those conditions and summarize what an ice dam is. After a snowfall, an ice dam can form if the outside temperature drops below freezing, the attic temperature is above freezing, and the low areas of the roof remain cool, cooler than the upper regions of the roof. Those four conditions can lead to the formation of an ice dam. And an ice dam is a blockage of ice formed at or near the roof's lowest edge as a result of those four conditions. It develops when the snow on the roof melts unevenly, primarily due to uneven roof deck temperatures. It usually starts near the peak of the roof where it's warmest and refreezes when it reaches the lowest, coldest section of the roof. Any additional snow melt in the next hours or days runs into that ice dam. And then the real trouble begins. The melted snow water hits the dam and begins to back up, maybe penetrating underneath and between the roof shingles, finding cracks that can ultimately lead to an interior leak. Justin, why not wait until the ice dam forms, if it forms at all, to tackle fighting the ice dam? After all, I... I, I may not even get an ice dam, and if I do, why not just deal with it when it happens? Why is the best time to fight ice dams long before winter arrives? So you are correct in saying that you may not ever have an ice dam, and some people never have to deal with it. It's going to depend on the conditions of their attic, their ventilation. Um, but, but if you're waiting until you do have an ice dam, you're mitigating the damage that it's already caused. Because by the time you know you have an ice dam, you already have interior damage. So if you're looking at these problems before they occur, it, you can um, you can mitigate one interior damage to your drywall insulation, um, perhaps uh, other things, you know, OSB, depending on how long it goes. So uh, you can you can get ahead of that with with doing it in the spring or the summer. 
OSB, the, the roof deck itself, Justin. Right. Yeah. Or even the walls. The 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 exterior wall of the home can be damaged yep, behind you. the siding. Justin, when we reviewed the four conditions briefly that led to an ice dam, we talked about attic temperature and roof deck temperature. And you've already mentioned a couple ingredients there. Research mm -hmm. has shown that the first line of defense against the formation of ice dams is the correct amount of attic insulation based on the geographic climate zone. The insulation helps minimize how much warmed living space air escapes into the attic because we're trying to keep the attic temperature somewhat close to the outside temperature. Otherwise, the snow on the roof will melt unevenly, which can trigger an ice dam. You're in Ohio. I'm in Texas. Justin, what's been your experience with homeowners having the correct amount of attic insulation? So that's a good question. Um, the building inspection code in our region is uh, we require R49, which um, that will get you to where you need. Obviously, if you can have a little bit more, that's better. Uh, that wasn't implemented until uh, fairly recently. So before, um, you know, in the 80s, 70s, 60s, th they kind of uh, put what they they could fit in an attic space. So if you had a two by six uh, ceiling joist, that's what they would use. So um, it, it runs the whole gamut from from adequate insulation to um, none at all. So it, wow. just, it just depends on the age of your home. Sure, sure. Justin, for our listeners, uh, that R value, R49, for example, that's mm -hmm. how insulation is rated uh, by the industry. So the higher the R number, the greater the insulation's ability to resist uh, that, that's correct. So in, in our market in Northeast Ohio, R49 is the attic space insulation and um, an R13 is the minimum wall insulation thickness. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Justin, what can roofing professionals do about attic insulation in the spring, summer, and fall if they are really only being hired to replace or fix a roof? Is attic insulation really even on a roofer's radar as part of a roofing project? So every time we get a call from a homeowner to uh, come evaluate or assess a roof that they want an install on, it's mandatory that our that whoever goes to make that inspection looks in the attic. They have to determine insulation, uh, thickness, the R value, uh, what kind of ventilation, if, if at all, um, are brown vents being used, to vent the attics. So all those things are taken into consideration up front, and it's a conversation you can have with the homeowner before you even get started on the project. Brown vents being for the bathroom, bathroom fans. Exactly. Yeah, to, the, to, the that, that exhausts the, uh, the hot, moist air from your shower uh, or even when you're running water. Yep. Let's talk about the role of attic ventilation, Justin. You've already touched upon it. Al although uh, airflow through the attic helps to remove any built up heat and moisture inside the attic. It's the second line of defense against ice dams. Number one being the insulation. Right. By, by bringing in cool outdoor air into the attic through intake vents, it can flush out any warm, moist air through the exhaust vents. And this flow of air helps keep the overall attic temperature and the temperature of the underside of the roof closer to the ambient outdoor temperature. And that helps fight ice dams 
because a snow-covered roof can now melt uniformly. I, I believe I know where you're going to go with this, Justin, but I would like to ask you and let our listeners benefit from this. If I hire a roofing contractor to replace my roof, let's say in the spring, can I really expect that contractor to tackle my attic ventilation? Well, so that, that's a, another good question. If you're getting a reputable contractor to estimate your roof and do the project, which is usually a, about a third of the exterior of your home, replacing your roof, it, it's a big investment. Uh, one thing you, you want to be aware of is they should be taking into consideration your attic, your your ventilation, and your also your your attic uh, insulation. So if those things don't come up in the conversation, you might not have the right contractor. Justin, I, I don't know what percentage of homeowners listen to our podcast, but in general, I, I think these kind of conversations helps spread the awareness. So if it's not being brought up by the contractor, maybe the homeowner can bring it up on the spot. Right. Yep. And there, you you guys on your website have tons of tools uh, where a homeowner can educate themselves. Uh, they don't have to take my word for it. They, they can look at the data. You know, it all speaks for itself. It, it's um, between insulation and ventilation. Those are two mandatory things to have, especially in cold regions. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Justin was alluding to a portal on airvent.com called Homeowner Hut, where we regularly try and update information to help the homeowner and roofing pros, too, who happen to see it. Justin, if I can put you on the spot, please. And, and again, I, I know where you're headed because we've been talking prior to this episode. What's the mindset of the team at Henderson Roofing and Construction when it comes to thinking about possible ice dams in Ohio, when you're doing a routine roof in the heat of summer. <laughs> right. So, uh, again, uh, touching back on the ventilation in that upfront conversation, we, we want your roof to last as long as possible. So not only is it going to the proper ventilation is going to avoid ice dams in the winter, but it, it's also going to give you the longest shingle life. And, and uh, right now, most manufacturers, if not all, require a certain amount of, of ventilation in your attic um, for them to, to stand behind their, their product warranty. Justin, anyone listening who previously wasn't really dialed in the ice dams, especially spring, summer, and fall. Now, mm -hmm. I was one of those people years ago. I'm thinking about both the homeowner and the contractor. Yep. Do you have any guidance to offer? I'd like to do a mini role play. Let's start with the homeowner about to hire a roofing contractor. They, they did a little research. They found someone online or however they found them. And it's the spring and summer. I need a new roof. Any tips for that homeowner specific to ice dams? It's the summer. It's the summer. So we're going to be asking that contractor if um, when they took a look in my attic, did they see baffles? which is gonna allow the airflow. And when they looked at the soffit on the exterior, I, am I gonna be able to get the airflow that I need both at the, the intake and the exhaust to vent my roof properly? Those baffles that Justin is mentioning, attic insulation baffles, they, they reserve a path for the intake to feed the exhaust without the insulation getting in the way. Excellent, Th thank you, Justin. All right, Justin, let's switch hats. The roofing contractor who's been hired by the homeowner, let's say me. Mm -hmm. It's June. 
it's busy. It, I mean, it is slam on busy. Snow's the last thing on anybody's mind. Any tips for that roofing contractor on the move, taking on tomorrow's roofing project specific to ice dams? Yep. So one thing that sets us apart is we're always doing an attic inspection. I'm going to tell the homeowner what I find if, and in a lot of cases, we, we don't find the proper ventilation. I'm going to let that homeowner know that uh, they are going to have to upgrade their, their attic ventilation to get the proper manufacturer's warranty. And also for us to be able to stand behind our work, that it's just, it's going to be mandatory. Justin, it sounds like it becomes just part of your standard operating procedure. And really, it doesn't matter what month it is. Right. That's correct. Yep. Justin, as you see it from firsthand experience in Ohio, what are the consequences of not properly fighting ice dams well before winter arrives? You, you teed it off at the start. Could we take a little deeper dive for, yep, for the so, listener? So it, generally, the ice dam starts in the gutter. Um, in my experience, it, the ice fills the gutter. So now there's no pathway for the water to exit the roof. Um, once that happens, the ice continues to build up. Once it gets past the interior wall, then it's going to get into the interior of the home. So then you're going to have um, insulation damage, drywall damage, possibly carpet or flooring. Um, and in some cases, we've seen the ice get so thick in gutters that it tore the gutter or even the fascia and soften off. Wow. So, yeah. That's significant. It, it is. Yeah. I, I just think of uh, the, the weight of uh that a gutter would hold if it if it's frozen solid so that's a lot of weight it's not only a danger for your home but it can also be a a danger to yourself if if you're walking underneath it to to exit or enter your house sure it falls down on you sure yeah justin as we sort of wrap up this topic about ice dams for our podcast is there is there anything you'd like to add for our listeners homeowners or roofing pros about fighting ice dams or anything else in general? So I I just don't want you to overlook the importance of attic ventilation. Um, Our company uh, holds it in high regard and it's it's something that that is mandatory for a roof install for us. Uh, We know the importance of it. We know that it prolongs the life of the shingle. And we also know that it helps the, the roof perform properly. And it can also save you money on your utilities. So um, all things to consider. So uh, the importance can't be overstated. Thank you, Justin. Nice summary. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for being our guest today and sharing your ice dam experiences with us on behalf of AirVent, the roofing industry, and homeowners. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Don't wait until you see icicles or a block of ice near the edge of your roof or in the gutter before you start fighting ice dams. The best way to tackle ice dams is long before winter arrives. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave a review on YouTube or whatever platform you used to listen to this episode. Be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day like Justin was a guest. Or maybe you know someone who would make a great guest. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
and please come back for more airing it out with Airvent. I'm Paul Shelsey. Thanks for listening. Thank you.